This recording is released under a Creative Commons license and is the property of Brother Wolf Storytelling unless you really want to tell it somewhere. But you are not licensed to sell it or otherwise make money off it. Unless, of course, it is purely for the art of telling from one person to an audience. So this recording is released under Creative Commons non-derivative, non-commercial license. I am Brother Wolf and I wholly endorse this recording as wholesome and whole and complete in all ways, enjoyable and fun for the entire family. And this next story is called Mama Z. Now his great, great grandmother lived with him. She was a legitimate, real deal princess of magic back in the Caribbean. She was a queen in waiting. She was waiting for her mother to die so she could come back and inherit the throne. Now, I knew she was a real deal because in her room on her altar, there was a real skull. Now, in my limited nine-year-old mind, I knew it was a real skull because it was missing teeth. And all the skulls at the store have all their teeth. So this must have been a real skull. And she would put a candle next to it, and there's all sorts of stuff she'd collect it there, including my dime, as me and Jacob used to say. She had African masks on the walls, and when the, the candle was burning there, the mask would seem to kind of move and vibrate, and the, the faces would change and shape and texture, and the eyes would grow bigger and smaller, and we didn't like that room. <laughs> she had a carpet that lied there. And that carpet was interwoven of different animals. It had zebra and tiger and lion. It had a lion's head and a tiger head. And it even had a snake woven through it. Well, we thought that was pretty cool until one day I was walking by and she just looked at me and she said, you were always such a good boy. I looked at Jacob and I said, Jacob, uh, she's, a, she's a little scary. Jacob said, what are you talking about? I am a man of science. I got an A in chemistry, and I am not going to believe in that hocus pocus anymore. How can you not believe in your great-grandmother? That's shameful. You're afraid of her, aren't you, said Jacob. I'm not afraid, but you're just denying it. You're afraid. No, I'm not afraid. You're afraid. No, you're afraid. I'm scared. No, I'm scared. I'm a little scared. No, I'm scared. I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid. Well, if you're not afraid, then you'll steal something from her. Oh. I said, okay. I'll steal something. What will I? I know. I'll steal something that's already mine. I'll steal our dime back. Now, you'd think this would be an easy thing, except it turned out Mama Z was a little paranoid, and she always kept her door locked when she was out. So the door to her room was locked. What could we do? We had to wait till she was sleeping in the room. We had to wait till some late night. Now, as adults, it seems easy for you to wait up one night, waiting for the opportunity to sneak into some place you shouldn't be, but as children, let me tell you, that there is something magical about waiting that just causes you to drift off to sleep. <laughs> Took us four tries. But on the fourth try, 
We got ready. And before we went, Jacob said something really important. He said, listen, um, there's something I forgot to tell you. What? We don't have to go. What do you mean we don't have to go? Well, there's a, she's got that carpet, you know, and she said that the carpet will swallow whoever tries to steal from her, and it'll choke them to death. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> so we went, and Jacob was a really good best friend. He made me go first. And I opened the door, and I creaked it open. I could see Mama Z over there, and she was lying on a single bed, and she was... <laughs> And then I looked over there, and I could see the candle burning, and the skull sort of moving a little bit. And there, oh, I forgot to tell you something really important. Mama Z always had a tarantula on her head. It was dead. It was stuffed. <laughs> it was always there. And at night when she went to sleep, she'd take the tarantula off and put it next to the skull. And there was the tarantula, kind of shadowy next to the dime. So I stepped over that carpet and I walked towards that altar and I reached out my hand towards my the dime, my dime, my dime. And Jacob was right behind me looking over at Mama Z. Uh, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Right at this moment, I realized a great truth in life. A truth that I hope you take with you from this day forward. Not all things that don't move are dead. <laughs> I picked up that dime and that tarantula ran up my arm. And it perched itself on my nose. And it began to have an up close and personal conversation with my eyeballs. And I started to hyperventilate. <laughs> I saw the dime. I saw the shiny surface. I could see my eyeballs kind of bulging out. And I thought, this is the last moment. I was kind of looking through the furriness of the... And uh, this is the last moment of my short life before this spider would die, bite me and, and I would die. Now, those of you who are afraid of spiders, I want you to know that tarantulas are not poisonous. But no one tells nine-year-old boys this. <laughs> Unless they have one in their classroom, and I was not so blessed. <laughs> Jacob did what any good best friend would do. He bolted for the door. <laughs> but he was still attached to my hand and back, and I found myself flipped over back right on the carpet with a thud. And Mama Z went like this. I tried to lie there really quietly, but I could feel the carpet coming. I could feel the tarantula, and I, I just started to crawl towards the door. Meanwhile, my best friend for life, through danger, thick and thin, what was he doing? He was out the door, down the hall, in the bed, under the covers. I'm asleep. Me, I was stuck, trapped, with the carpet coming around me, the snake curling around my neck, the zebra kicking in my rear, the tiger right here, and the lion right there, and the claws of the bear around my neck, tighter, tighter. Then I heard a voice. You were always such a good boy. <laughs> Mama Z was sitting up. And she looked and she said, 
Don't you know not to eat his kind? Come here. And that tarantula skittled off my head, across the floor, onto her bed, up onto her head, and perched itself there. And then she looked at me, and she said, let him go. And I relaxed. Oh. And the whole carpet unwinds itself. And then she said, now give me my dime back, boy. If you have enjoyed this story, it is part of a larger CD entitled Tall Tales of a Dyslexic New Yorker. You can purchase the CDs through fairytalesforever.com or ericwolf.org. Thank you very much for your interest in my storytelling. And if you are interested in supporting or giving back to the storytelling project, I encourage you to write an iTunes review on the iTunes feed.